Hello, sunshine. Happy, happy day. <laughs> I hope you're ready for an amazing strategy session with one of my students, Jen Murray, and we really dig into what her podcast is going to be about. We go through the four tiers of brand creation, titling, SEO, description, and content road mapping. And this one is so cool because it's all about creating events for entrepreneurs. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy what we actually talk about, as well as the coaching to help Jen bring her podcast to life. So let's do this, number one. Number two, if you are ready to leap on starting your own podcast in this new year, come and join the 100 plus women that are having massive success in launching their shows over in Podcast Pro University. Check it out at podcastprouniversity.com. See if it might be right for you. If you have any questions, I am such an open book. It's ridiculous, y'all. Send me a voice DM on Instagram. I will answer any question that you have about podcasting because I, as you know, as you know, I promise not to get on my soapbox right now, but I am so fiercely obsessed with using podcasting as the growth catalyst for an online business and brand. You know what it's done for me. I'm not going into it, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you, listen to me, Linda. If you're struggling to create, if you're struggling to find the catalyst, to find the compound growth in audience building, in creating engagement, in seeing conversion from whatever content you're putting into the world to ultimately closing on sales and selling stuff or getting coaching clients, you are probably missing the vehicle of growing trust, which is podcasting, okay? Podcastprouniversity.com, we want you there. Join us, the sisterhood, the mastermind, not the mastermind, the membership community portion of it is beyond. So many women working together, doing review swaps, uh, doing interviews on each other's shows. It's the most beautiful sisterhood I could have ever, I couldn't even ever imagine it would turn into something that it has. I go live once a month, sometimes more answer questions from you guys. Like there's just so much added value in there. And for right now, you get it free, but not for long. So let's go. Let's do this thing. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. <laughs> did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. start with what is your main goal for today? I know in your notes, you said the name and focus of your podcast, right? Yes. Anything else? So, no, just those two. Okay. Let's start with the focus. So you had put in here that you're the, an event planner for entrepreneurs. You're doing the mastermind retreats, workshops, and you're kind of starting out in that arena is tell me about the vision for the show, how it lines up with that. So I want it to, to be... Well, okay, this might help too. I will interject and say that I've done some of the homework in the course. Cool. So like I've written out the podcast mission. I've written out the topics. I've even like written out my first 30 episodes. 
Okay. Based on those categories. So I don't know if you want me to just go down that or if you just want me to answer your question. Read me the mission. To provide event and community building tips to women entrepreneurs, to inspire them to hold events, cultivate community, and be true to their unique self and brand, to equip them with knowledge, tips, and strategies to hold successful events and uplevel their business. Okay. So basically, your podcast is going to be focused on the woman that's ready to go and do her first event, right? Yes. The entrepreneur woman. Yes. Cool. Talk to me about a couple of your ideas for episodes, like five, your first five, just so I can get a vision for kind of what you're thinking. So past the first, because you gave us like the first four to intro. So the first five after that was, let's get real. How do you know when you're ready to do events? I figured that would be a good one to start off with. Yes. The magical world beyond algorithms and referrals. So talking about why events can be a good alternative to that, right? Because you're not fighting the algorithm. Uh, Next one is strategy, your ultimate secret weapon. These three mindsets will kill your event and stall your business growth. And don't follow the crowd. Be brave. Be yourself. So basically that one we're talking about like just be unique, true to your brand when you do events and you do marketing. When you say event, like what do you offer on a coaching level for this? So I don't do coaching as much as I help them actually plan their event. So an so event it's, Yeah. So anything that's client focusing. So masterminds, retreats, conferences, intensives, anything that they want to do that is in that arena, workshops, that's what I help them plan. Are you like chart, like a wedding planner? Like where you charge all of the, like a fee and then you're setting everything up or are you strategizing with them? So I have it set up. I follow the Pia Silva kind of uh, <laughs> way to do it. So the first step in working with me is what I call the invent your event strategy consultation. And that's where I just focus on strategy with them. It's like, what are your business goals? Like what, how much do you want to make out of this event? What do you want people to take away as far as your brand? How are we going to cultivate community? What value and content are you going to provide? So it makes them focus in on like, what are your goals and the strategy for the event? And at the end, I give them like a documented blueprint. So they can take that and then just go like find the venue, do all the detailed stuff, or they can roll the cost of that strategy consultation into an activate your event package where I then go in and find the venue, help them do the schedule, help them do the gift bags, like all of that logistical stuff. So it's like strategy first. So we know what we're doing and we're making wise decisions. And then it's the, okay, let's go take care of all that stuff based on the strategy we've laid out. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I love that. So first of all, the focus for your podcast is very clear and I think you're doing great. Like I love everything you're saying to me because if I was, let's say I was your perfect market and I'm like, I want to do a small event here locally, you know, I'm probably your ideal avatar, right? She's got a small following. She's got a podcast. Like I want to help Stephanie do that. If I went into iTunes and I started searching for a show on event planning, right? So we want to really think about those key terms that I would be searching for. When you have your podcast titles here, I think this is great. How to start an event, event planning, event costs, strategy for events, events for entrepreneurs. Those are all things I'm going to Google. So I think the fact that you have all of those embedded in your podcast descriptions, it's beautiful. I think I love that you're so niched in to specifically events for for female, is it female entrepreneurs? It's not like I want to say no to a guy. It's just, it's most of our market is women. So that's what you end up targeting. Right. I think that your show focus is really great. Okay, cool. Because the five categories I had was like, one was event tips, myths, how to. So basically like how to do your event successfully. 
The next one was cultivating community and relationships. So that could be about events, but it could also just be about like in entrepreneurship in general. The next one was the power of strategy, because again, I start with strategy and I, I do things in a strategic way. The next one was bravely bringing your unique brand to life because there's this, all we're seeing as far as examples of events right now is like the six or seven figure entrepreneur, like in Mexico, somewhere in a five-star resort, like, and I want people to understand that they don't have to be that in order to do their own event, but that can also go into other topics too. Like, cause my last category is going against the grain because I have topics like let's listen a little more and like speak a little less, like when we're putting out content, like things like that. So when I did, I did a spreadsheet for like my topics and my episode titles. It's not like one episode is focusing on just one thing. It's kind of like the categories overlap, if that makes sense. No, I think that's fine. And I love that four of them are really event related. And that fifth one is, but you're an entrepreneur. So let's talk a little bit about something that's in that wheelhouse. I think that's okay. Okay, because I didn't want it to be like so niched into events that that's like all you. I wanted something that could also touch into other topics that kind of circle around it. So it's I not like, like that, the same. Okay. but I like that it's only 20% of the time. Like you want to get known. You want to be a superhero in the event space for entrepreneurs and do that and do that and do that. And when that's exploding, yay, now we also talk about this. But until, you know, we, we don't want to be too broad, but it's, it's okay because you don't want to be boring either. So I love that it's just a tiny splash. That's great. Okay. I had an idea. Obviously in the future, I would bring on clients of yours and do event evaluations live on the air. Like, okay, you know, today I brought on Derek. We planned a mastermind event. Derek, like what was your biggest fears about hosting a mastermind live? What were the things that kept you from leaping forward? You know, talk to me about our work together. Was there something that I did that really helped you navigate this space? And the beauty of it is it gives Derek publicity for what he's doing. And then it showcases you as an event planner, right? Yeah. And so that would be so cool to do in the future. Like once every fifth episode, you have like an event spotlight. I love that. Me too. And that's super fun because we cannot teach, 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 but people are like, show me the juicy. I want the behind the scenes. (laughs) Like talk to me about the failures. Talk to me about the flops and what we could have done differently and what you learned. Like that's what I want to hear about. You know, I can go Google how to have a mastermind, but I want to know like, but how really, like what do people really need and what are the failures that people have had with masterminding and what does it really cost? Like, you know, all those juicy topics, I think you should talk about that stuff. Okay. Yeah. I think that's such a great idea. Good. Event spotlight. I love that so much. And then oh, that like, it drives your business so much. And it's cool because if you have people in all different realms, like, you know, I have Derek and we just set up a mastermind for him. I have Stephanie. We just did a retreat. I just had a live speaking gig for blah, blah, blah. I had a four person mini event for like, it's so cool. Cause it'll show your diversity. And until you have that, you could ask people that have hosted an event to just come on and talk with you. Oh, okay. Like okay. do an open Q and a with them. Like, do you wish you would have used an event planning service? Would you mind sharing what you spent? on this or that? Did you have to pay speakers if they did a small intimate event? Why did you choose to do that versus an online thing? When did you start the process? Like just picking their brain on all things events. And I know some entrepreneurs who are going to be doing some this year too. Like ones that I have a relationship with that I, if I asked them, they would probably just say yes. And it would be a good fit. So people love publicity. I mean, it's so like (laughs) people love it. It's crazy. And just send them a DM and be like, 
I'm starting a new show to help, you know, doing what, tell them what you're doing and be like, would you give me 30 minutes of your time? And it, you know, of course I'll promote you on my show. And you have an evergreen spot as one of the first interviews. Like people listen to the podcast is evergreen. So forever your episode will be here as we grow. I don't think I've ever, I very rarely has someone said no to me unless they were like very big. Yeah. No, I love that idea. That is such a good idea because it's like, I don't have to wait until I've gotten like a ton of clients before I can start bringing people on the air for those kinds of conversations. So any other questions on that arena, like the focus piece? No, I just wanted to get like, you know how you can't see the forest through the trees after a while. I just want to kind of do your, and you're, and you're, this is like more your area. You have more experience in this than I did. So I just wanted to run what I had by you just to make sure that it didn't seem like off key or there are any red flags or anything. So cool. Yeah. I'm glad that I I was able to nail that out. (laughs) You know what else just, you're welcome. And you know what else just came through for me was like along the lines of when you said, what if you posed your episode titles or you went through like the top burning questions about events as like the first couple of episodes, first 10, like, cause for me, here's what I would think about. When am I ready to do events? What type of event should I start with? How in the world will I afford doing an event? Should I put this event on myself? Should I hire somebody? What type of events are most successful? When do I start promoting an event? How to get over your fear of hosting an event? How to get people to come speak for you? How to get free speakers at your event? How big should your following be before you do an event? Like those are all the questions that would come through to me that I think you could even potentially title your show those things because that's what people are going to be Googling. Oh, yeah. Okay. So do you like, and do you like what, like the first five, 10 and just talk about those kinds of questions? Yeah. And if you can get some people on to do event spotlights with you, like every fourth or fifth episode, stellar, like the inside scoop on events. I think that's what's so juicy and cool. I love when people do episodes on their shows about their events. It's like my favorite. Cause I think every entrepreneur dreams of having some type of event at some stage in their business, whether it's the retreat or the big event, you know, like everyone's always thinking, could I do that? And so to hear people openly talk about it is what gets you to see yourself in their shoes. Yeah. And I want that too. Cause again, like I said, it's what we mostly see online is like the six or seven entrepreneurs doing like the big fancy sort of events. We don't have examples of just like people in other stages or other different kinds of brands that are doing events, even though people definitely want to. I mean, that's how I fell into this was I was doing market research for another business idea and then realized that this was like a lot of people are wanting to do this. They just don't know how because nobody's really filling that space. It's like the go-to, like, let me help you plan events for, yes. for online entrepreneurs. So that to me makes like so much sense if I did that that way because SEO, because I'm nailing, like right off the bat, I'm addressing like some other common concerns. Um, I'm also going to have a mini course that's coming out uh, in the next few months. So that would also make sense for that because I can drive people to the mini course. Um, oh, it's gonna I walk love them that. Through. Yeah. So yes, no, that is, that was right there. It was totally worth the price of this call. <laughs> All right. Woo. Oh, well, wait, just wait that's, for it. Cause we're going to name this thing. We're going to come up with a tagline in the next 15 minutes, girl. We're going to get it. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about, do you have any ideas for a name? I did not get that far quite honestly. And I wasn't sure. Cause again, I was like, I know it should have probably say something about event planning just for SEO, but it's like, if I name it that, is that going to be too niche? Like, or could people think it's going to be like straight up, just not boring, but like tips, like every single episode, whereas I, I'm not going to be 
like I'm going to have those other topics circling around it. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do I? So I really think it is an event show though. Don't you? Like it really yeah. is about, it's about, it's really for the, she's re, she or he, they're ready to have an event of some kind. Like, cause that's what they're going to hire you for. They're not going to hire you for entrepreneur tips, right? It's like, those are nice right. to haves, but they're, they're just icing. The cake is, you know, events, you're going to help them know events. You're going to give them inside scoop on events. You will have courses on events and coaching on events, and then you can actually help them plan events. I think you should claim that space. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And then you can always grow from there. Like, you know, okay, I did events and now I do event. I coach other people on how to become event planners. Like there's always ways you can grow and scale something that's in the same wheelhouse once you've blown that up. That's very true. And you can always segue off. You could always rename it in the future. Like, but I think today what you're trying to build and what you're trying to do, it would benefit you more to be so clear. Yep. I agree. So in that case... I'm like going to be boring because that's what's going to get you listeners and that's what's going to get you organic finds and searchability is so much more important than like that flashy, vague name that makes no sense. Right. Like the rose petal, the event planning company. It's like, what does the rose petal mean? You know? (laughs) I don't know if I wanted to be that vague. No. Like I I And for me, it would be the Gerber Daisy because that's my favorite flower. I'm not about that. There you go. I'd rather get Gerber Daisy. Ooh, okay. So, oh my gosh, this is so good. When I just put into the iTunes search bar, events for entrepreneurs, there is one podcast that comes up and it's not called that, by the way. What if I put in (laughs) event planning for entrepreneurs? Same one podcast comes up. Oh, two. Here we go. And then it gets into wedding industry stuff. And they're, they're really niche into wedding. There's one right. dude here. I won't say it. Well, the Smarter Event Planning Podcast and then the Savvy Event Planner Podcast. The event, both of them have planning in the title. So, because I was thinking something like that event show for entrepreneurs or events for entrepreneurs, event strategy for entrepreneurs, the event show that event podcast for, on, I think you really want to be clear. It's for entrepreneurs. Yeah. Cause my, the way be I like approach wedding it is, planning, birthday planning. <laughs> no. Cause I specifically say in my marketing, like we are planning our events as entrepreneurs is not like planning a wedding or graduation party. Cause we have different, like we're trying to make money and all that good stuff. So we have to approach it differently. So yeah, I think we definitely want entrepreneurs in the name. So you said what, what was that again? That event show for entrepreneurs. That event strategy. show. And then it would be like, dash, you know, like for example, let me see. So there's nothing <laughs> called that event show. Like it's so basic, but it's like, that's how you get found. So for example, it'd be that event show strategy and event planning for entrepreneurs, right? Or that event show dash for entrepreneurs all in the, like the title, for example, holy smokes. Anytime somebody put in entrepreneur event, yours would be the first one to come up. There's nothing. It's crazy. I told there's like I it blew my mind when I stumbled upon this this niche. I'm like, how is there nothing filling this this need? Because so many people everywhere I go, they're like, I want to do events, but I don't know how. <laughs> they're going too big. I think people are saying, or if they're doing events, they don't have a podcast about it, which is like, duh. So I love like if you claim something so clear like this, like events for entrepreneurs, the podcast, holy smokes. Your searchability is number one. You're like the first podcast that would come up. Oh. 
yeah, I like that too. I like the event show for entrepreneurs and I like events. Would you just say events for entrepreneurs, the podcast? Yep. Or even just events for entrepreneurs, event planning for entrepreneurs. The only reason I like events for entrepreneurs is there's two E's. Planning is like a little bit throws it off, but, and it's not just planning because you're also teaching them community relationships, event strategy. It's not just event planning. I think I really like events for entrepreneurs because people, like you said, they can use events for networking, for growth, for, you know, small events, intimate events, big scale events. So I think events for entrepreneurs leaves it open enough to where I'm going to go ahead and read your tagline. And if your tagline promises me something good, I'm reading that description and then I'm listening, right? Yeah, I agree. I like that. So if like, let's roll with for a second, events for entrepreneurs, that was like the name of the podcast, that tagline for me, because we want to promise something in like six words or less, right? Mm-hmm. Events for entrepreneurs. So I would think of something like event strategies, systems, and planning for entrepreneurs or all things events for entrepreneurs. I don't know. I like the first one better. Strategy planning and systems for entrepreneurs. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. I mean, that pretty much nails it. Yeah. Strategy planning and systems. Systems. But I think event needs to be in there, right? So it's events for entrepreneurs and then event, event strategy, planning, and systems for entrepreneurs. That way it's like it all comes back to an event of some kind. Right. It makes it extra clear. Yeah. Then when I go into like, okay, I mean, pretty much if I want to host an event, I'm going to binge listen to your, your podcast. Done. Because there's nothing else to listen to. Freaking amazing. <laughs> Amazing. And also everything I Googled was a man. Are you serious? Yeah. So like if you want to get micro niche, just saying, like you could be like events for the girl boss, but that's totally up to you. You don't have to do that, but just a thought. That's it. I think I think staying with entrepreneurs, I think from SEO point, that probably makes more sense. Yeah. So yeah, let's just do like events for entrepreneurs. Yeah. The podcast. I like that. It's like I like how the podcast. <laughs> the it podcast. literally is. It dun, dun, literally yeah. is <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> and you know what else? When I think about this, when I think of channel art, Jen, I think of big, huge letters with no, not, you're not on there. There's no, cause I love when, when somebody's going to teach me a specific topic, like it's not really a branded show to you, like the Jen show. It's like, this is about events. Like, let me help you transform events. I really like just big, bold words on a really vibrant square. Okay. Yeah. I was, cause I have a, I have a graph, web and graphic design background. So I was already like thinking ahead to the cover. And I think I saw somewhere in your materials, you were like female photos or you're looking off to the side works best. But I literally have like a very limited amount of professional stock photography. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that you just said it would make more sense for me not to go that route, I think makes, would make the cover art easier and just like, like for the reasons you just said too, like it's about the topic and it'll stand out more when they bring that up in a search. It will. And remember, she's on there to solve a problem right now. I might want to do some type of event, but I'm scared, but I poop my pants. But if she comes (laughs) on your show and it's like, for me, like if I'm searching for an Enneagram podcast, I don't care about the woman's face on that meme, right? I just want to learn about the Enneagram. And so, but if I'm going to a specific show because of a person that I follow, I might want to see her face, right? So like 
it's a difference of if you're teaching a topic where you are the brand, I think it's important that you're there, but that's not the case here. Yes, you are going to become part of the brand because they're going to hire you, but the brand is really event planning. Right. And this for me is like the beginning of the funnel. Like the, yes. one of the reasons I'm doing this is so that people, like I wanted something out there that was like not subject to an algorithm. Like it's sitting out there all the time. Like it could be found by SEO, which apparently from your research will not be that hard. And then once they get into and learn about the topic, then they form that relationship with me and then hire me. So that doesn't really need to have me on the cover. It just needs to get their attention saying, hey, here's this topic. I'm going to solve the problem, like you said. So 100%. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Oh, okay. So the next step for us is then a description. So let me just riff to you and then you can take that and play with it, make it your own. But I think this will help you get clear on like, just embedding SEO into that description, right? Okay. It'll yeah. be recorded because I won't remember what I said. <laughs> and I talked. Okay, I was like, <laughs> you know me. I'm like trying to type. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So something like, so you're considering an event, but you're terrified. I totally understand what that feels like. And no matter if you are thinking about a small, intimate mastermind, a getaway destination event or a large scale speaking event, let me take out all of the confusion, overwhelm, and stress for you because events, hey, they're magical. Events not only help you explode your brand and business, grow and cultivate amazing, meaningful relationships, and hey, have a ton of fun getting together with your community. And they're so much easier than you think. Dig into this podcast, starting with episode one, to get every single one of those burning questions answered. I'm also going to be bringing on people in event spotlights where you get to hear the behind the scenes, the truth, the reality, the good and the bad about hosting events. I can't wait to dig in with you, Jen. <laughs> Holy crap, that was awesome. You just ripped that? Like, Yeah. <laughs> That was amazing. Yay! I got super excited when I heard that. That was great. (laughs) Good. And see how like I embedded in those words that they would be Googling. And also I made it relatable and fun. It's not like, hi, welcome to the boring event show. It's like, this is going to be juicy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love you. (laughs) Yes. I'm pumped. I would totally listen to this show because There's so many things about events that are exciting to me, but then 60% of it is like, "Mm, but that's a lot of work and it's probably really expensive. And like, should I really, is my community even big enough? So I can totally see a huge need for this. And of course, if somebody's listening to this, Jen, and then they hear your commercial in the beginning or end where you're like, you do that little intro or whatever. And you're like, listen, if you love today's topic, but you're still feeling overwhelmed, I want you to shoot me an email because I can help you simplify this process. I've got a mini course for you on getting your event launched and into the world, or I can literally take over for you. So what, wherever you are in the stages of event planning, let me hold your hand and navigate this process with you. You can get in touch with us over at, you know, Jen at the event or whatever it is. Right. Right. And you just pitch yourself in every episode. This is going to be so good. I'm like a thousand okay. times more excited than I already was. And that was a lot of excitement. So, <laughs> yay! Oh my gosh. Okay. Hold up. Can we talk about the clarity that just happened right now? 
sometimes having a huge aha moment is simply having a conversation with a mentor or a coach or somebody in your sphere of what you're trying to do, what you're trying to create. It was there all along. And now Jen has the clarity. She has the copy. She has the verbiage that she needs to go do the dang thing. Not to mention she has Podcast Pro University to teach her all of the actual how-to steps of launching her podcast into the world. Amazing. You guys got to go check out her show, Events for Entrepreneurs. I know you're going to love it. Leaving you with a prayer now, my beautiful, amazing friend. And today I'm praying for your bravery. I want to lift you up and ask that God would wrap you in his incredible courage, that you would feel really brave and confident over the next week as you go out and you pursue the thing that you are focusing on, and that God reminds you that step one is simply step one, and that you don't have to know all the things. All you have to do is be courageous enough to move your feet and do the first thing, and then he will show you the second thing, and so on and so on. But ultimately, it starts with us having immense bravery, even though we don't know the how, even though it might feel overwhelming or confusing today, that God has got this, and he's got the roadmap for you if you'll just trust him. I'll meet you back here super soon. As always, love and light, Steph. If you like Mama Soap, leave a review. Pretty peace. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life because, sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.